everybody. We are back, Restoration of Women's Virtues Live. I'm Chesley, and I'm here with Pastor Mary Jean. Hi there. We're so glad you've joined us today. We are gonna get right back into the Word of God, which is powerful and <laughs> true, and we're just glad that you're with us and to come along with this journey and just excited to see what Pastor Mary Jean has to say, which is truly what she's sought out, what God wants to say and what you need to hear today. So Amen. thank Amen. you, Lord. <laughs> and we do believe that we will make it progress more through the notes that we're using. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so if you're watching live, feel free to comment and we'll give you Amen. a shout out if you have any questions. We're happy to answer, uh, but we're just glad you're here. Amen. Well, I was sharing with Chesley earlier that uh, this is just something that came before we get to our outline, which we will get to our outline. <laughs> preface. But this was something that came to me and, and, and the whole purpose of the outline is to increase our confidence in the power that's in God's word. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We want to increase our confidence in the power that's in God's word so that when <clears throat> pain is racking your body and you say, thank you, Lord, that by your stripes I was healed, you'll know that when you said that, there's power in what you said, and it's going to get rid of the pain in your body. That's what, okay. it's, that's what it's been sent to do. And you've sent that word out as a deputy to take care of that, and you've assigned it. And so, um, but I was reminded how we uniquely are equipped as women for speaking words, you know, mm -hmm. most men will agree we have a lot of words. In fact, we have more words than they want to hear most of the time. <laughs> and I used to laughingly say, you know, that I would, I would, our minds are equipped to, to, uh, to carry a lot of things in it. And, and a lot of times I would just get overwhelmed with everything I'm thinking about. And I sit down and talk to my husband a little bit and he just cuts through all of it and simplifies it for mm -hmm. me. And it's really, it's really neat the way the male and the female function together. Sometimes we think they're not listening, but we've probably out-talked their ability to hear. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> because we have so many words. But uh, in, in coming into an awareness of the power of women and our influence and, and our words, I was brought to a scripture in Genesis chapter 8, verse 11. Well, before that, um, where Noah is realizing the flood is about over, the rain is stopping. He sends a raven out, and the raven never comes back. And then he sends a dove out, and it says she, she found, um, the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, her foot. I thought, whoa, that dove was a female. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at the, the female image part of God that we're made in his image. Uh, the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, and she returned unto him into the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. And then he put his hand and took her and pulled her into the ark, unto him, un into the ark. And he stayed yet another seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And this is Genesis eight eleven. And the dove came into him in the evening, <clears throat> and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So no one knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And so uh, when I saw that, the dove came into him and in her mouth was an olive leaf mm -hmm. plucked off. And the olive oil was what made up the anointing oil in the Old Testament in, in the, for the tabernacle. So she had an olive leaf in her mouth. And I, I just gained from that, that when women get a freshly plucked, that means a fresh word from the Lord, a freshly plucked 
olive leaf. When we get a fresh anointed word in our mouths, uh, then we, we could know that the, that, that means that the judgment or whatever's happening can be stayed. It's, he knew, he knew that the waters were abated, that the waters were ceasing because of this dove and what she had in her mouth. So I, I just believe that when women, when we get a fresh anointed word in our mouth, we can change things Mm -hmm. abundantly. Our husbands are waiting on it. Our families and our children are waiting on it. Our country is waiting on it. Let's get women to, um, exercise their power and we're uniquely equipped for it because our brains are equipped for it. Mm-hmm. And I won't go into that. It happens to be in this book, I think in chapter three, uh, it talks about how the brain changes when, when uh, you're designated to be male or female, mm-hmm. when it's a, a, ma- a male, his brain changes. And, and we, and anyway, we're uniquely equipped to speak more words. We have more words and we're uniquely equipped to speak more words. And so, when the Word created the whole universe, mm-hmm. we're uniquely equipped to participate in that. Amen. Not to say that men don't participate in it, but we have we are sent to help them, mm-hmm. and it's easier for us to do it. You we know, have, we have plenty of words to do that. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, <laughs> and so um, now we're going to get to our outline. Yes, Amen. And this is just the power that's in God's Word. We've looked a couple of weeks in a row at John one one through five where it said in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Mm-hmm. And um, just talking about being face-to-face with God when we get into His Word, because His Word is spirit and life. Yes. But then in John 17, 1 and 2, what, do you have that? I do. So, do you yes. want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead and read that. You want me to read the Amplified? Sure, why not? The Amplified is the female Bible. (laughs) The one with more words. (laughs) More words. It says, When Jesus had spoken these things, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify and exalt and honor and magnify your Son, so that your Son may glorify and extol and honor and magnify you. Just as you have granted him power and authority over all flesh, all humankind, now glorify him so that he may give eternal life to all whom you have given him. Read the first of of verse two again. See how that. Mm -hmm. Just as you have granted him power and authority over all flesh, all humankind. Okay. Now, just stop and look. That's Jesus talking. Mm-hmm. And back in John 1, we saw that G- in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And nothing came into being but through the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And the Word became flesh and dwelt Lord. among us. So Amen. Jesus is the Word, the Word of God. Yes. Right? Yes. So it says here, you've given him a p- power over all flesh, which means the Word of God has power over yeah. our flesh. Amen. That's powerful. Selah. That pause sinking. and think about that. <laughs> wow. The Word of God has power. You know, our friend Barbara Arbo wrote a book that she lost weight speaking the Word of God. I need to go get that yes. book, Barbara, if you're watching this. <laughs> I need to go get that book. But um, she she lost uh, quite a bit of weight just speaking the Word to herself. Mm-hmm. And our bodies are made of the dust of the earth, which was created out of the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. Amen. And the word has authority over all flesh. He said right there, you've given him power or authority 
over all flesh. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're dealing with something, just realize, I don't know, just, it just grieves me sometimes that so many of the church do not realize, mm -hmm. we don't realize what we have in the, tool our, we have, the yeah. tools that we have to work with. And so that's why we want to build confidence in the power that's in the Word of God. It's like we have a sword right here. We have medicine right <laughs> we here. Do. That's we true. have power right here. Exactly. We have the ability to transform our minds right here. It's, we do. And our, you know what? I went to a nutritionist once and he told me that cancer can change your DNA. Wow. I thought, whoa, well, if cancer can change your DNA, how much more can the Word of God change your DNA? Thank you, Lord. And I, and I did a series years back about heavenly health care mm -hmm. that, that we have a, a, because we're born again and we'll see it as we go. Oh, well, well actually, this dropped down a little bit in First Peter chapter one on your notes. Okay. First Peter chapter one, verse 23, we have been regenerated, born again not from a mortal origin or seed or sperm, but from one that is immortal by the ever-living and lasting Word of God. So the, the seed, which is the Word of God, mm -hmm. is the sperm of God. Mm -hmm. And we've been born again off of that. Mm -hmm. You know, we were born first off of a natural seed, our father's seed, right. our natural father's seed. But now when you're born again, you're born supernaturally off of God's seed, mm -hmm. sperm. And um, and it's immortal. So we've been regenerated and born again off of the Im immortal seed of the Word of God. So um, it's it's well. Let's let's go on back to, to John 17 and read uh, verses 17 through 19. 17 through 19. Now we're we're building confidence in the power that's in God's Word. Yes. Amen. Okay. Verse 17. Sanctify them, purify, consecrate, separate them for yourself, make them holy by the truth. Your word is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And so for their sake and on their behalf, I sanctify, dedicate, consecrate myself that they also may be sanctified, dedicated, consecrated, made holy in the truth. Neither for these alone do I pray. It is not for their sake only that I make this request, but also for all of those who will ever come to me, ever come to believe in, trust in, cling to, rely on me through their word and teaching. Wow. But sanctify them through thy truth. Mm -hmm. Sanctify means to cleanse, but also to separate out. Amen. Separate. We're separated out through the word of God and through thy truth. Thou, uh, we're, we're, thy word is truth. Mm -hmm. His word is the truth and the truth is sanctifying. I remember in John 15 where he told the disciples, you've been cleansed by the word I've spoken to you. Mm -hmm. So the word of God cleanses us. Yes, amen. The word of the God of is everything. Yes. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Why do we neglect this? <laughs> I know when we Duh. sit here and talk about it, I know, you're like, we're like, where have I been? Yeah. I mean, all of us are guilty of neglecting it at mm -hmm. one time or another, you know, but when we get into this kind of stuff, when we get into a Bible study like this, mm -hmm. you're thinking, oh, why do I neglect yeah. that? Like, oh, yeah, I know this. Yes, I know, I know this. that. Why don't I do it? <laughs> yeah. I laughingly say I could write, I could write um, 
a nutrition book myself, <laughs> but doing it is something else. So, but 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 when you get into the Word of God, isn't it fun? It, don't you get excited? Yes, I mean, you, absolutely. I mean, I love this time together right here with mm -hmm, you and with all of y'all. Yes, it's just so exciting to see the potential that we have. Mm -hmm. that, that was one thing that that hooked my jaw and mm -hmm. brought me into the kingdom. Uh, my mother-in-law, Gladys Pigeon, gave me a little booklet from. Um, Norman Vincent Peale, and he just took scriptures and wrote a little comment about them. Mm -hmm. But I, I had, I had been raised in a church, and they only had three scriptures in the communion service, and that was it. Wow! I had never seen these scriptures. Anything you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Amen. <laughs> that that just that turned me on. I mean, I was like, oh my goodness! It gave me hope to mm -hmm. think that there was something in life that you could grab hold of, you mm -hmm. know? Something real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some hope for something, for, for change. Yes. So, uh, but His Word is truth. And as you sent me in the world, I send them into the world. Mm -hmm. And for their sakes, now this is an important scripture. This is verse 19 in chapter 17 of John. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Yeah. Sometimes we think, well, what difference does it make? Nobody cares what I do. Nobody cares that this or nobody cares. Or, But it does matter. Mm -hmm. It matters what you do. And somebody's watching. Yes, that's and true. And not just watching to get you. They're, they're watching to, to watch it work. Mm -hmm. We make a difference when we live righteously. Yeah. He said, for their sakes, I sanctify myself. Aren't you glad that Jesus sanctified himself? Yeah, amen. Otherwise, when it came time to go on the cross, he wouldn't have been a fit sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I remember years ago when we were at, at, at our church, Bracewood Assembly, uh, we were on the altar ministry. And I was just learning enough to know that you could do some things wrong and not get your prayers answered or things like that. I was just learning about the order of the kingdom and somebody would come up to me and want prayer. And I, uh, I was thinking, well, Lord, I don't know. Are they, are they tithers? Are they not doing this? Are they doing this right? Are they speaking wrong? Are they? Mm -hmm. And he said, Mary Jean, that's why I have you here. You do what's right. I can't reach them because of what they're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. But if you do what's right, then I can reach them through you. Mm -hmm. You can be the avenue. Yeah. The intercessor, if you mm -hmm. will. Mm -hmm. And so it is important that we... Um, Keep our lives pure. Yes, that's right. Not just for our sake. I mean, just right. like he said, not. And so for their sake and on their behalf, I sanctify, sanctify myself. myself. And so we do the same for those that we <clears throat> have influence with. Right. Um, or authority over our children. And, you know, it's like setting an example for our children. What's the saying that it was like, do as I Don't say. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, but that's do as I say, not as I such do. Such a farce. I mean, kids right. are watching us. They want to see how do we react and how do we respond to difficult situations and things. I always wanted to know that this works. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it doesn't work, let me know now and I'll go do something else. Mm -hmm. I've always been the kind of person that the clock's on the wall. If it's not working, either take it down or fix it. Mm -hmm. But don't let it just sit there. Yeah. And I, I never did want to play church. Or be religious. Yeah. It either and, works or it doesn't work. So when it doesn't look like it's working, I go looking for answers. Mm -hmm. And I think God wants us to do that. Amen. Seek me and you'll find me when you search for me with all of your heart. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes.
it's good to have people in our lives that um, can be a testimony to that. It's good to have people around us that right. where we can actually say, well, if God did it for them, he'll that's, do it for that's, me. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's I'm grateful. It's also for. important that we stand firm to get the victory because mm-hmm. um, if, we've also had that in, in our lives where the failure of other people. Now mm-hmm. it's time for us to step out and walk on water with God. Mm-hmm. And yet we've seen all these failures over here and are thinking, ooh, what if that, you know, you, you need to see somebody win their victories. Sure. It makes a difference. It does. It we does. need each other to win victories. <laughs> yes. We need testimonies. I remember one time though, I was, th- I was talking about a situation and uh, I told the Lord, I said, you know, I've been through a lot of uh, several battles. I'm done. Uh-huh. I don't want any more battles. So I don't I don't even want to fight for this one. And he said just as sweetly, well, that's all right. You don't have to accept the victory I have for you here. Oh, wow. I thought, well, if you're going to put it like that, you don't have to accept the victory I have for you here. He'd already won the victory. Yes. I just need to stand and believe. Mm-hmm. And that's tough sometimes. It is. It's, it's not... It's not for sissies. No, no. <laughs> Being a Christian ain't for sissies. Yeah, amen. <laughs> it's for tough people. Yes. Okay, how about Matthew 28? We're making it, Chesley, yes. we're making it through these scriptures. Matthew 28, verses 17, 18 through 20, actually. Let's see, Matthew. Sorry. It's okay. 17 through 20. Eight. I said 18 here. Oh, 18. Uh, uh, Yeah. Okay. It says, Jesus approached and breaking the silence said to them, all authority, all power of rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go then and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you all the days, perpetually, uniformly, and on every occasion, to the very close and consummation of the age. Amen. Wow. (laughs) All authority is given to me. Once again, you know, we saw over there in in, uh, John 17, 1 and 2, thou hast given him, this is the word of God, power Mm -hmm. over all flesh. And once again, the Word of God tells us, all authority has been given to me. Now you go. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, when I first uh, got into the kingdom and into things, as long as as I had the Bible, Mm -hmm. if it said so in the Bible, I had a confidence in myself. Amen. If I was just saying something, I didn't have confidence in myself. Mm -hmm. But when it was in the Bible... I could be bold as a lion Amen. if it was in the Bible. Right. Because I knew that was God's authority in there. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, yeah, I, I remember <clears throat> thinking just that life just happened to me. Yeah. That whatever happened, I didn't have any. So learning about my authority mm-hmm. using the word and who I am in Christ and finding my identity in Christ transformed my entire life because I just thought, well, this is where I'm from. This is how I grew up. This is, you know, how people treat me. These are the mistakes I made. And so that in my mind made up my life and my future. There was no hope for anything different until you learn, oh, I have a choice. I decide what I think on. I decide what I speak. 
I can speak and transform mm-hmm. situations, and it's a it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, talk about being free, and people yes. look at it and think that we're in bondage, mm-hmm. or we're using this as an excuse. Uh-huh. No, we're using yeah. it as our victories in life. Amen. I see Miss Lori Eubank is online with us. Hi, Lori. Lori. (laughs) We're glad you're here getting into the word with us today. Amen. (laughs) Okay, so all authority has been given to the word of God and to Jesus, our Lord, who is the word made flesh. And um, we're to go and show other people, which is what we're trying to do now. So tell a friend. And if you have questions, let us know. Mm -hmm. We want want to to get a group of women that are willing to do like Queen Esther did and go through the process of grooming. You know, she was uh, six months in the oil of myrrh and six months Mm in something else. She groomed herself to be the queen. Yeah. And so we want to groom ourselves for the coming of the king. Yes. I was listening to a guy yesterday who who updates the, the coming of Christ and we are closer than we've well, yeah. it's easy to say we're closer than we've ever been, but <clears throat> I mean, there are, there are signs and signs going on and, and supernatural happenings over mm-hmm. in Israel and all over the earth mm-hmm. that, I mean, his, his common statement is the rapture is signless, but the second coming of Christ has lots of signs mm-hmm. and all those signs are coming to the forefront. Wow. The second coming. Mm-hmm. Well, the rapture is going to precede the second coming. So if the second coming is starting to show its signs, then the, the rapture is in near. there between here and there somewhere. Wow. So we want to we want to be strong in the war in the word of God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and have confidence that it means what it says. Amen. Yes. And that it's got power in it to do what it says. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. How about uh, Hebrews chapter one, verses one through three? And I have it here in the Amplified. Okay. We're, we're going through a little Bible study that I've put together that is um, to build our confidence in the power that's in God's word. So that when you speak it, you don't say, oh, that sounds so silly. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I first got my prayer language mm-hmm. and I was driving in the car to go pick Michael up at school and, mm-hmm. and, I, and I started praying out loud and I thought, oh, gosh, that sounds so silly. <laughs> But the Lord said, but it sure sounds sweet to me. Mm-hmm. So it, it might sound weak to just speak a word and mm-hmm. think that pain's going to have to leave and um, the sickness is going to get swallowed up, but it, it's working. The word will work mightily yep. if Amen. we'll just put it out there. Yes. Hebrews 1, 1 through 3. Yeah. It says... In many separate revelations, each of which set forth a portion of the truth, and in different ways God spoke of old to our forefathers in and by the prophets. But in the last of these days, he has spoken to us in the person of a son, whom he appointed heir and lawful owner of all things, also by and through whom he created the worlds, and the reaches of space and the ages of time, he made, produced, built, operated, and arranged them in order. He is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being, the outraying or radiance of the divine, and he is the perfect imprint and very image of God's nature, upholding and maintaining and guiding and propelling 
the universe by his mighty word of power, when he had, by offering himself, accomplished our cleansing of sins and riddance of guilt, he sat down at the right hand of the divine majesty on high. Wow. Ah. <laughs> That's a Sheila, lot to take pause in. and think yeah, about that. Really. It's hard to wrap your head around. But as we go back and look, it says... Um, One thing is to realize that in the last days, he's spoken to us in the person of a son mm -hmm. whom he appointed heir and lawful owner of all things. That word person there is the same word in Hebrews 11 that says uh, uh, um, faith is the substance mm -hmm. of things hoped for. So it's faith the is the person of things hoped for. The wow. substance of a son. So substance, mm -hmm. faith is substance, mm -hmm. and uh, the person of a son. Those are the same Hebrew words, mm -hmm. substance and son and person. So our faith is Jesus. Right. You know. I he mean, is the substance. <laughs> yeah, he is the substance of our faith. Mm -hmm. But also in um, verse 3, he's the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being the outraying or radiance of the divine, he's the perfect imprint yes. and very image of God's nature. Upholding and maintaining and guide, this is the, the key, upholding and maintaining and guiding and propelling the universe by his mighty word. We're talking about the power that's in that word. And this word for word here is rhema. Mm. And there's two words for words. There's a logos, which is, has to do with your mental reasoning to it. Mm -hmm. And then there's a rhema, which has to do with the supernatural flow, revelation. Mm -hmm. It just can just flow right up out of your spirit because it's a, it's a revelation mm -hmm. or it's a reasoning. Well, logos, the logos word is quick and powerful and sharper than any double-edged sword on its own. Mm -hmm. But a rhema word upholds and maintains and guides and propels the whole universe. Wow. The rhema word. I mean, when God slung his word out there, light be, he had a revelation that light was going to be. Mm -hmm. So is there a difference in, in the word? All scripture is given by inspiration of God, but is there, is all of it rhema and all of it logos or is there different there's different they act differently so some is instruction i, th I think us. the rhema is more more powerful because it comes into the witness of two the the logos on its own is god's word and it's powerful mm -hmm. i mean you can't you know you can't take that right so it's if very it's, powerful if us but if i just have it as a logos mm -hmm. it's not going to be as powerful in my life as when i get a revelation of that logos mm -hmm. and see it for what it is mm -hmm. and and it's like that's what we're trying to do here is turn logos into rhema amen by thinking about it meditating on it musing if you will about it mm -hmm. how did you do that jesus mm -hmm. what, what do you mean by that yeah. Asking questions about it. I need uh, one thing in, in our church that I've been receiving the offering the last couple of times. And I feel like God is having us get a revelation of the tithe. Mm -hmm. You might have the tithe down as a logos. Right. Bring the tithe to the storehouse. And you may do it according to the laws of God to be an obedient child. But when you have a revelation of the tithe... Mm -hmm. It releases a power in there. Yes, it does. See, he says, uh, uh, upholding and maintaining and guiding and propelling the universe 
by his mighty rhema word of dunamis power. Mm-hmm. Now, that's another thing is uh, I've noticed in the, in the days um, as we draw closer to the end of time um, that the, having a revelation of God's miracle working power is going to be mm-hmm. real important that we have confidence in it. Yeah, We're just wanting to build our confidence in God, yes. our confidence in and, you know, when you understand, years ago, uh, I felt like he downloaded on me some underst- wisdom and understanding. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you have to get acquainted with what, how God wants to use you mm-hmm. and what your anointing might be. Wisdom and understanding was something. And I, I always like to understand. I don't always get to understand, mm-hmm. but I always like to understand. I, it, it, it drives me to want to do research and resource mm-hmm. uh, resources to understand because understanding helps me get established. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think it's going to be very important that we have a, and that's why we're having these times together is to build our confidence in the power that's in God's word. And understanding also gives us more of the ability to be that, um, that voice to someone else. If I don't really understand, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with sharing if it's something simple that we know about the word of God and, and, you know, maybe we haven't perfected it in our lives or we, you know, there's, we can still say, you can still share the logos. Yeah, we can still share that, but there's, there is a difference when, when it's something that we have revelation of where there's, when it's something that we can share testimony on. I know that I know that I know. Right. And we can share with someone and that, that kind of understanding is important to be able to do that. Just to be able to be what God's asked us to be, to to go and be and make disciples. You go and we make disciples. We have to have that understanding before we can really go. <laughs> well, really, too, uh, to to sacrifice, to be a witness. Mm-hmm. The word uh, in, uh, what does he say in Acts? When Jesus came on the scene, he said, repent and believe the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is at hand. Mm-hmm. And when he left in the book of Acts, he says, uh, receive power and be a witness. And that word witness is martyr. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I, I am a martyr to the, what the Word of God does in my own life, mm-hmm. but I'm also a martyr, so it can. I have to win my victories and mm-hmm. martyr myself, if you will, yeah. to win those victories. In other words, shut my mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes when I'd really like to say something yeah. or uh, say something negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you sacrifice yourself and your True. opinions and what you think mm-hmm. to get the word of God. What does it say in First Thessalonians or Second Thessalonians three uh, that the word would run a free course? Mm. The 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 word he says my word runs swiftly, and that the word would run a free course to get. Wow! And we martyr ourselves to make that free course possible because mm-hmm. the word wants to go do its work. Right. Which has so much to do with being sanctified and set yeah, apart, it does. and just it does. allowing ourselves to be that uh, conduit. If you, you know, that's like, a good word for it. <laughs> to it's flow a through. Mm-hmm. Well, Amen. hallelujah! <laughs> the time flies. I know. Time flies when we're having fun. It does <laughs> when you're having fun, and I mean, we've just been creating universes here, and. <laughs> Well, stop and think, folks. That's what God did in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. He dispatched his word as a deputy to go out and do, light be, to go out and do what he sent it out to do. Mm -hmm. And then he rested. So there is a time when you, you, 
you labor to get the word and get it in a revelation. Mm-hmm. And then you, you labor to put it out there and speak it forth. Mm-hmm. And then you come to a place where it's time to rest and expect it to do the work that it was sent to do. Amen. Which is what we're believing this time to do. As this word goes out, we're believing that it's going to perform its will. That, That's right. That That's those right. of you that are listening, whether you're watching it live or whether you watch it at midnight tonight, yeah, <laughs> the word is still true. Some other time. Powerful. <laughs> well, let's just pray Amen. for everybody that's watching right now. And I'll pray. You want me to pray? Sure. I'll pray. <laughs> well, Lord, we just thank you for this yes, time with those that are watching. We thank you for this time together. And, and Father, that you would open up our eyes and our ears. Give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God that we may come to know the hope to which you've called us to, the riches of your glory and the surpassing greatness of your power at work in us as we believe. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just ask you to forgive us for what we've not known mm-hmm. or what we've known and not done and help us, uh, Father, get on a strong path that we might be fruitful and multiply, replenish in the earth and subdue it and take dominion over it mm-hmm. as you blessed us with in the beginning. So we just thank you for that. We just pray a blessing on all those that are listening right now. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Bless you. Thank you for joining us. We will be back next week. Next Thursday at 12 o'clock. Blessed. Bye. (laughs)